welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 227, Dead Air. I am your host, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week, filling in for the amazing and wonderful Rob, is a, a very well-known community member. You may have heard, it's this guy, um, he has... Uh, he's got a couple of games. He plays one or two things, um, but he's still pretty famous in the, in the community. And uh, I'll just let him introduce himself. Hello, this is uh, Jason, aka Democulus. Thanks for having me on again, Mark. And uh, definitely, yeah, I got just a few games to uh, that I can say that I have. Uh, what are you up to? Four or five now? Yeah, <laughs> thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just broke 4,400, so our goal is to break 5,000 by the end of the year. And you'll probably do it. Um, and if, if you guys are haven't seen his video, uh, check out our Facebook group. Uh, where uh, um, He's got videos posted of his collection as they were getting it all back and putting it all up on shelves. And, man, I feel sorry for your friends. I hope you uh, treated those guys out to some some eats and some treats, man, because that was a lot of work cataloging and alphabetizing and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing uh, all that work. Uh, I'll give a shout out to my buddy Will, who who uh, used to live with me when I had my house. When we original those original pictures, I, I posted back on the Facebook group years ago. It was half the collection that was uh, about three years ago, and now we've uh, more than doubled since then. And yeah, it, he uh, helped us at the house get it all done, and he was nice, nice kind enough to to donate his time again on the weekend when he was off to come over and help us get it all moved back in and organized together. So I got to give a big shout out to my. My, my uh, boy Will there for helping us, and uh, we've got eleven shelves wall to wall jam full with old collector's editions on top, and we need to actually get a twelfth shelf to get the last of it out. I, I still, I'm way behind on posting the final video, but I do plan on planning to get the video once we get the last shelf and get everything done. So just bear with me; it'll happen. It, it, it's going to be a surprise one day. Alrighty. Well, it's definitely a cool collection you got. So. Uh, and welcome. Thanks for jumping on today. I know you're missing the end of the Super Bowl. Um, I had to drag you away, but I appreciate you filling in. Uh, uh, always, always fun to have you on the show. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a Super Bowl slash birthday party for me, so it was real cool. Yeah, happy birthday, man! <laughs> so who are you who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Do you care? Uh, I don't care for either team. But if I had to choose anything, I'd be the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. So. Uh, they were up only by two points right before I jumped on the podcast. They were up by like, like almost three touchdowns, but they had, they had a power outage for over 30 minutes that caught, that shot their momentum. And now the 49ers are coming back big time. Yeah, I'll keep you updated at the, just so you don't miss out, but it's still 31 29 right now with five, five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. So they got it on there. So I'll, I'll let you know, but I'd say I don't care for either team, but I would be rooting for the 49ers. Um, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I shouldn't be rooting for them since I'm a Cowboys fan. So as a 49ers, you know, they're kind of like uh, arch rivals there. But yes, sir. I just don't care for, you know, it's like it's it's like a New England state in California, California. So I really hate both. <laughs> they're pretty much I, the same. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you there. I don't care for either state or either team and all that. All, really. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on, though. Let's jump into what we've been playing this week. Uh, I'll let you start. 
uh, got to bear with me. I kind of didn't get stuff together, but uh, off the top of my head, uh, I know you and I have been working on that jam, that JASF uh, air combat game. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I think we're going to have to both have a rant about that, about the, especially you, because you've played a lot more and have helped me out tremendously and Elite Scion a ton, man. We, uh, we've had some issues with that game. That game sucks. That's all I can say, man. I definitely gonna be ranting here. In fact, we might. We, you brought it up. We might as well rant. You know, those that listen to the Achievement Hounds know that Kyle's most hated game is a game called Brave: A Warrior's Tale. Guess who makes Brave: A Warrior's Tale? I don't know. Why don't you tell me, Wing? It's a game company called Evolved Games. And they just happen to make, I don't know which portion of this game, but they have, they just happen to make, uh, Jane's Advanced Strike Fighters along with Trickster Games and, uh, or Trickstar. And Trickstar also makes Damage Incorporated, Pacific Squadron World War II. And I'll tell you what, after seeing that because I know, I think, Jason, you asked me to pick up Damage Incorporated and play that with you, and I was like, yeah, I might do that. I will never pick that game up now that I see it's made by the same people that make JASF, uh, JASF because Jane's Advanced Strike Fighters has got to be the, this is, this is my brave warrior's tale. This is the game I have hated and hated and hated the most. Um, it, it's just, a big pile of crap. And I'm going to say this is what I mean. I played one mission with Elite tonight that when you go through and you take all these different uh, things out, and by the way, the score is now 3429. Um, uh, so you go and take out all these different objectives, and the last thing you need to do is take out the enemy's uh, naval fleet. As soon as you take them out, that's the end of the mission. Okay, because I've played the game on easy, and, and that's how. And I played it earlier today with you. We took out that uh, fleet, and we got it. All right, and the mission ended. So I'm playing with Elite. Twice we took out that enemy fleet, and the game just keeps spawning airplanes. It never ended. So we actually had to skip it. And, and Elite's going to try it on his own, I guess, on on the you know single player campaign. But it wouldn't work for us in the co op, even though it worked for you and me just fine. So. And that is, we've also seen, all three of us have been together on the very last mission on hard, and it's like if I die, if I'm hosting and I die, then it, it puts me back in. Instead of just putting me back in the game because two other players are still alive, it resets the checkpoint. And if you can't get those, if you can't stay alive and get those enemies taken out and let it advance to the next objective, then it just keeps respawning that thing. The problem is as soon as you spawn in, it spawns you like right over all these enemies. As soon as you come in, you're already lit up in red and getting hit immediately. You know, I've, I've, I've spawned back in and been dead in three seconds. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So you, you can't, we can't even get past that. So it, it's just this really horrible programming or whatever they did they, they did a horrible job these guys should be ashamed of themselves these guys should be fired this is two development companies that need to be shut down plain and simple they they, they churn out crap another thing is and I, and I know it's it's 
probably stupid, and but it annoys me how they can't even get their visuals right. You're looking at the airplanes in the game, and they're and you're flying around with no canopy. All their cutscenes, it's like, oh, I have a canopy in this one cutscene. The next one, you don't. And it just it just shows how piss poor of a, pro, or a, pro, a job they did with this game. They can't even get a, put a canopy on a jet for a cutscene. Yeah, that always, always cracks me up whenever we finish the mission and they show a close shot and no canopy. I just laugh every time. I just like, shake my head. It used to be funny. Now I'm just like, I just shake my head. You know? I'm just, uh, they should be ashamed, dude. I'd be ashamed if I worked for that company. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, people pay money, you won't expect a decent quality game, and it's like they just slopped it together, and here you go. Enjoy it and get mad. Yeah, it, it's a, just unbelievably horrible. So anyways, that's my rage <laughs> on Jane's. So what, is it, what, I mean, what did you think? I mean, was there anything I missed that... No, you pretty much nailed what it, you know, uh, you and I and Elite have nothing to We've all, uh, you especially have really shocked me with your rage on the game. I mean, I've got mad, but it, it's rare for me to hear you get mad. And that's like, that's when I know it's a bad game for you to rage and get mad. Because you know, I'm already pretty bad about raging. I really want to snap the disc in half, man. I want to burn it. I want to put it in a blender. There's so many things I want to do. But it's like, the only reason I'm playing is like I got two achievements left, and it's if we beat the game on hard, that gives me those last two achievements. I got every other one, and it's like, and I'm not like an achievement person per se, but it's like when I feel like when I all I've got is two left, and all it means is just beating the game on hard, and I get both. It, I, it's like I feel like I really want to get that done, and it shouldn't be as hard, and it's like, it's so frustrating because they did such a horrible job with this game that the game is fighting you. The, the game is making it so complicated, you know, when it shouldn't be. I mean, when you finish a mission, and you're done with the game, and, and for it not to finish, and it just keeps spawning jets, what are you supposed to do? you got to just keep playing the same mission over. Yeah. You know, and it's just, oh, and then, like, if, if the host gets taken out when there's people in the game it shouldn't reset the game but it does it resets it's just horrible and it's just so i'll be really happy if we can get this thing done we're close but i'm still worried that that last mission is just we're not going to get it done i just uh but anyways i'm gonna go i'm done with that because i i gotta get off of that topic so what else have you played um i'm kind of speaking of achievement thing that uh Something that's bugged me for the last six and a half years uh, was Hitman Blood Money. Started that thing back in August of 2006, and because um, it only came out that's three months after it came out, and I had had one, one achievement, beat the first level on it, and been a kind of me personally a scar on my profile. And since I'm on vacation, also uh, started today, uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to sit down last last night and. Uh, Beat this thing on rookie and say I finally get some achievements knocked on it and I did last night right before uh, midnight here I, I I beat the game on rookie I finally it took me right short one week short of six and a half years exactly to finally beat the game and so I was kind of proud of myself to get some more progress on that. It's always fun like when I did the Janes 
No, not James. I, I actually, I'll, I'll come to it. But I played another game this week. I did the same thing. Not as long. It wasn't a six-year gap, but it was a couple years, and it, it was interesting, kind of going back to it. But uh, I'll, I'll cover that in a few minutes. But I know, I know what you mean by saying it, it does feel good to kind of go back and accomplish something that you, you didn't finish. Um, the other thing I got to say about the game, and I know it's just funny that. After going from Absolution and going backwards now with this, I mean, it's just, I've played the Hitman games on PC and, and, and other systems before, but I'd, I'd never done this one on the Xbox, finished it, but it's just looking that now it, it was complete port original Xbox because there was some stuff, but most of the environment looked like original Xbox graphics, and I was just going, my God, this looks horrible, man. <laughs> now I have to yeah. go from Absolution to this and everything, but... Now, at least I know whenever I do, I've got the Hitman trilogy, at least I know when I play this on that, that it'll look somewhat, maybe a tiny bit better, but I'll have a good idea of the game where I can just go right through it, because I've been playing, I'm actually going through all the levels on Professional right now, everything doing that, just, I, I've been in a Hitman mood, and it's just kind of got me going, so I think once I might finish what I want to finish on this, I might go to the trilogy and play that now, after this. Yeah, you can get more achievements for Blood Bunny. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, other than that, uh, I haven't been playing a whole bunch else. I uh, stuck in uh, Major League Baseball 2K11. I only got two achievements left on that, but they're going to be a little bit of a grind. But uh, I've just been on this little kick lately, trying to go going through my list, seeing what games I started. Uh, you know, in the last you know two to you know eight, almost seven and a half years, the system's been out, and I. Went back to Rockstar Table Tennis, cleaned up some more achievements on that, and I don't know I've been on a kick lately, just going back through my back catalog and cleaning stuff up. Even though I know I still got stuff from the the, the holiday here, I still got to go back to Assassin's Creed Three, like you. Because um, oh. Evil Six, I'm halfway through the campaigns on that, and I need to go back through. Then this Tuesday is Dead Space Three, even though I'll be out of town, but I'm coming back probably Thursday or Friday, or I haven't made up my mind, but uh, I'm going to be playing that. Hopefully, and try to do that before I go back to work next week. So, uh, but uh, on that, that's about it. Um, uh, I don't have anything else. Um, what about you? What you been playing? Well, let's see. I got some Black Ops 2, of course, playing multiplayer, plates on the new maps they got, which are really good. I do like the new maps. They're pretty cool. Um, I played, uh, of course, Jane's Advanced Strike Fighters. <laughs> um, also played some... Hawks 2, actually. I played a little of that earlier today. I was like, I, I was, you know, even I've played so much as Jane's as last week. I just kind of wanted to play some, you know, I looked at that. I, I 1K'd the first uh, Hawks. I never did the second one. Uh, got some things out there outstanding. So I was kind of looking at it. I was like, I'll just mess around with it and play around. And so I was just kind of playing with that tonight. Um, I now the game I went back to and actually completed this week was Rage. Um, I never completed the campaign, and it was funny because the last achievement I had was in December of 2011, and then I popped uh, there were uh, several of them this week when I went back to it. So thought that was kind of interesting. It's like when you popped an achievement, it's like when was the last time I played? Oh, yeah, a year and a half ago, or a little over a year ago. So. I thought that was interesting, but it was good to finally get that. Wanted to complete that campaign, and it, it feels good that it's gone. You know, so I'm done with it. Um, I played. I tried the cave. This is a new Xbox Live Arcade title, and it's 
interesting, but I can't figure out what to do. Um, it's very weird. It's a very weird because, like, even when it starts, it shows you all these characters, but it doesn't tell you what to do. And it took me a while to figure out that I got to select one, and once I got them selected, just march them off to the left of the screen, and you can take like three characters into the cave. So I got that, and I was moving the three around, and there's different things to do, but I can't figure out like once I'm in the cave or or once I'm start. You go up to this dude, like you're you're trying to get admission into the cave itself. You know, it's almost like walking up to a movie theater, and this guy's like, "I can't let you in. There's been a problem." But then he sends you on a task that to allow you to get into the cave, and I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do at that point. So I haven't gotten any further with it. it it's it's just kind of weird, but it, it looks like something that could be very enjoyable, possibly. Um. I think people might really like it, but it might seem to be too much of a thinking game for me. <laughs> uh, I just want to let the people know for me, the, the little history, it's done by... Uh, uh, Monkey Ron, Island. Uh, yeah, it's done by Ron Gilbert, who made Monkey Island and Maniac Mansion for the old Commodore NES game, uh, Maniac Mansion. It's the same concept. You know, He said he had the idea before even Maniac Mansion, back when that came out in the mid-late 80s or whatever, and uh, it's basically the same thing. You choose three characters. You got to go through the game, figure it out, and all that. So just for and the older people, gamers know that what I'm talking about, man, mansion. That's what the cave is like, pretty much. Um, also, you mentioned earlier Hitman HD Pack. I got that and was playing that. And yeah, it's um, I'm playing Silent Assassin or Hitman 2 Silent Assassin, because that's the first game in the trilogy. And uh, wow, it's uh. It's brutal, man. It yeah. it's hard, like you said. It's hard to go back to play something that old. Um, I honestly don't know if I will actually play through this pack now. Um, I want to, but it's just it's so uh, it's just so different. It's so blocky and clunky, and it's just, you know we've become accustomed to so you know what I really noticed. Like I, I we've gotten so used to. You go up and, um, for example, walk up to a door and a prop comes up right in front of you. You know, hit A to open the door or whatever. It doesn't do that in this game. So it's like up in the top left corner and you could easily miss the prompt, you know, on stuff. So it's, it's just the way the game design has changed. So it's interesting to play the game to really let you see a lot of things and how how the gameplay has changed, um, stuff like that. But at the same time, it's not very fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very me going back to Blood Money there, even though it was the game before Absolution. And just, yeah, the games these days, games these days really do hold your hand. They, they give you a lot more than what these old games are, man. And it's like, it's kind of good and it's kind of bad because you go back to something older and it's just it's so frustrating because you're so used to and spoiled with the way they do things these days. Yeah, and then uh, my last game is Cut the Rope on Windows 8. I was playing that, so. But uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Played a little solitaire and stuff on Windows, and uh, so that's pretty much it. Nothing else for you then? Uh, no, not, 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 uh, 
my Windows phone, I'd just been playing a little bit of uh, the game Asteroids on the game room thing on that and uh, this little uh, flight control game. I got one achievement left on that thing. I got to get a uh, land 10,000 planes and I got a few thousand more to go. So that's just <laughs> about it. All righty. Well, just for an update, there's less than two minutes left. Um, San Francisco is knocking on the door. They were at the five yard line and they could not get the ball in. They just turned it over. So awesome. looks like the Ravens are probably going to, you know, take this one, but we'll keep, uh, I'll keep my eye on it. All right. So let's jump into our topics this week. And, uh, the first one is, uh, are you familiar with a game company called, or a developer called Rebellion? Yes, sir. Aliens versus Predator. Yep. And Sniper Elite V2, one of mm-hmm. my favorite games. Well, they have, uh, they also, they also made the game Never Dead. Uh, yes. but, uh, they are announcing a new project next month. Uh, the studio has offered a few details about the project, um, including a trailer that really wasn't much, you know, it was a typical teaser trailer. Um, but, uh, uh, the thing that's kind of stuck out to me is that the image or the the logo in the game looks like it's from Sniper Elite. So the the consensus is that it looks like it's going to be a Sniper Elite with zombies. <laughs> Ooh. So I I don't know. It's um, that's kind of the people are speculating. Um, but the logo, it's the Sniper Elite logo. Um, and then the V2 has been replaced by an inverted pentagram. So that's kind of a wild guess that people are thinking it's going to be a Sniper Elite game with zombies. But um, if it's another Sniper Elite game, I'll be I'll be pleased to see that. Um, I really yeah. liked the la- V2. That was really good. Yeah, that was some good times we had on the co-op on that. And hopefully we have some good co-op on this one then. Yeah, definitely. So when we get more information on it, we will definitely be sure to let you know. Yes, sir. Jason, uh, I think you're going to tell us about another new game. Yes, sir. EA has said a new Battlefield game is coming next year. EA has confirmed that a new Battlefield game will be released next year during an earnings call for the third quarter of its 2013 fiscal year. EA labels President Frank G.B. said EA will be launching a Battlefield game next year and said EA is very excited to show you guys more detail on that coming soon. GB didn't elaborate beyond that or mention Battlefield specifically, <laughs> though he did add, we're not announcing an annualization of Battlefield at this time. That's that's kind of, I mean, I don't think that really comes as much of a surprise. We all knew that Battlefield 4 was coming. Right. Because, I mean, didn't they even say uh, for those that pre-ordered Medal of Honor Warfighter, I think they got uh, access to the to the beta. Right. Which which isn't a lot of people. <laughs> Cause I gotta, in fact, I guess we can talk about it now. Because um, what EA, uh, Medal of Honor, has actually been taken out of rotation due to the yep. to the poor sales and uh, of Warfighter. So I, I guess not a lot of people bought that for the Battlefield 4 demo, like you know, people said oh, that's why the reason they bought Crackdown because they wanted the Halo Three beta and whatnot. So, most <laughs> people are wrong about Crackdown. That was a very Crackdown. awesome. Thing. Yeah, it was. I love that game, and I still, I still got that. I got both of them. I still yep. play those happily. Those are fun, but 
I did those with my brother, and we had a blast with them. So I, I don't think the Battlefield game will ever. I don't know if it'll be annualized, but um, you know, I think they're gonna they're doing they're being successful by putting out a good game and you know keeping the DLC rolling. And they also got the Bad Company franchise, which they can tap into. Yeah, I think they were saying something about that they may rotate Battlefield and, and Bad Company kind of do them now. Yeah, Medal of Honor just really did not do very well, so. It was awesome on the PS1 era when they first came out. They were real good, and you know the former head guys of Finney War who started all that. You know they they're the ones who came up with the Call of Duty and the Medal of Honor. So, but ever since they're gone, it just Medal of Honor is just is not it's not the same. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So look for that. If uh, I know we got a lot of Battlefield fans on here, so you'll be maybe happy to know the new game is in the way. Um, another, this feels like this is EA week, um, another, more EA news, DA has delayed Fuse to the first quarter of 2014, of its 2014 fiscal year, placing its release sometime between April 1st and June 30th of 2013, which, that makes, just makes no sense to me, how these fiscal years, how can that be the first quarter of 2014 when it's April through June of 2013, but... Uh, Fuse was previously scheduled to release this March, but Electronic Arts CEO Peter Moore, who we all know very well, explained during an earnings call this afternoon that it would receive some extra work, which he promised will deliver a big payout. Uh, Fuse is the first multi-platform title from Insomniac Games. Um, this was originally called Overstrike before it got the new name of Fuse. Um, now, I've read some stuff about this game, and this actually kind of sounds interesting because it's like each character gets some kind of powers, and you can actually fuse those powers with other characters in the game to, like, if you, you know, depending on who you have with you in the co-op, you can gain additional team powers. So it kind of reminded me of, like, a Bullet Storm, where you can, you can team up to do things together. And um, I just thought that was quite interesting. So th- this could be a good co-op game, a real fun co-op game. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for it to be a good call. I get to me on Sony, they got a good track record with all their Sony games they did for many years, and I'm really glad to see that they uh, managed to get kind of their freedom back somewhat to be a third party and do multi-platform and everything. And, uh, yeah, I've been excited for this game also and been hoping that it, it can uh, do well. Well, it's 34-31 with four seconds left. <laughs> Uh, All right, so that's Fuse. Uh, We'll go ahead and skip the next one because that was what we we already talked about with the poor showing of Warfighter. Um, Jason, you'll be happy to, I think you'll be happy to know, and you probably are aware of this, but Sleeping Dogs Year of the Snake DLC trailer and trophies have been leaked. Trophies. Um, I guess that would be achievements too, huh? Yeah. So. I, I mean, I played Sleeping Dogs. I wonder if this is only going to be a PlayStation only. No, I think it's multi-platform. I think they said it's multi-platform. Because um, I'm not seeing anything in this particular story, but I can't believe that it would not have um, any... It would not be Xbox as well. But I played Sleeping Dogs. This was a fun game. I really yeah. liked it myself. I enjoyed it. So that was the last time I was on vacation in August there, and 
I mean, I played that two or three days straight, and I played in one cave the game. I enjoyed it so much, and I just bought that 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 DLC when it was on sale like a couple weeks ago, the one that actually has achievements for it, so I need to sit down and play that, but uh, I'm looking forward to this. It's got some more DLC, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I hope I can get some time to sit down and play it. Yeah, they're they're saying here that the Chinese crime the Chinese crime cabaret involves a bomb squad you'll presumably join and a bunch of cultists you'll definitely take down. There's also evidence uh, collectibles to collect and to give and give pride of place to in your evidence collection. So, well, it looks like there's some more DLC coming out for the game. Uh, that will be that's good. I haven't played any DLC. I don't own the game because I, I had rented it, but. This is if I if I did own this game, I would probably buy that DLC stuff because it, it was just fun. It was a good time. Yep. Oh, we got another new game coming up. Well, we're just full. Yeah, go. I'm looking forward to this next one that you got. Uh, the uh, release date for Grid Two got announced for uh, May 31st for 360, PS3, and PC. Um. I personally, I have the first grid. I have not played it. Uh, I need to. There, I know you've told me about it and other people have told me about it. Uh, I'll get to it one of these days with my huge pile of shame. <laughs> Your big pile of shame, yeah. So uh, it's, it was fun. It, it was a really good racing game. So I, I'm looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, they're, uh, saying that, uh, Codemasters is, also, they're doing a special edition, which can be pre-ordered now, and you'll receive extra content that can be redeemed through the different networks. And uh, the UK, it looks like they may have an exclusive version in the UK called the Brands Hatch Edition. It's going to come with like two extra packs, an extra exclusive car or two, and some other exclusive stuff. Looks like for UK, but I don't see anything. In, here, as far as U.S., any details on a U.S. Uh, version of the game, but hopefully they'll announce something soon for us. I don't know. More details for our special edition here. Yeah, it, I'm looking forward to it, so I'll definitely be uh, I'll be on that one when it gets here. Um, another game that I know everyone's looking forward to is Grand Theft Auto V. And we now have a launch date of September 17th. And just so you know, the Ravens did win the Super Bowl. <laughs> awesome. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, I just got a text from two friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Grand Theft Auto V is going to hijack your Xbox 360 on September 17th. Uh, the publisher says the game has been moved from its originally projected release date of the springtime in order to allow more development time. So, we, so they're, they're saying, quote, we're very excited for people to learn more about the game in the coming months. So, um, yeah, I'm sure this will be a huge seller. This, and You talked about your back catalog, and I'm curious, what do, what do you think of this getting pushed back? Do you think they're pushing this back to potentially launch it on the next hardware? Uh, I think so. I think not just them. Uh, I was talking to my brother about this. Maybe you, uh, the Splinter Cell bl uh, Blacklist, I'm thinking they might do a multi-platform launch for 
not just the current, but for the new systems, PS4, you know, seven Xbox 720, whatever. I, I definitely see it's going to be like the this generation with the early Xbox game. They're going to be, you know, releasing some multi-platform because you're not going to want to release a new IP just exclusive on the new stuff when you got only a few hundred thousand systems compared to 40, 50, 60 million, you know, on the current gen. Right. And, and not everybody's going to probably jump on board with a brand new one. Yeah, that's, that's not me right now. I, I'm actually uh, I'm actually already saving right now for the release of, of two new consoles this fall. Is what I'm planning for. So. Yeah, I have no doubt you'll you and your brother will be buying a couple consoles. <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. be the first in our in our community to get one. So we'll oh, see. Yeah. Oh, we got friends that are managers at GameStop. And they're gonna let us know the day the stuff goes up, <laughs> so we can go pre-order ours. All right. So, well, yep. here's a question: If if do you think this impacts you with your back order, your back catalog of games to play with the new console coming out? Do you feel like you got to get them all played before that new console comes out, or do you feel like well, there probably won't be a lot of games available that I can have both hooked up at the same time, and or do you feel uh, like I want to get them done and? Because this, what if the new one's not backward compatible? Uh, I've actually thought about this. I've been thinking a lot lately. Actually, you bring this up, and good thing. Uh, I feel that I need to try to start really playing more, even though I don't have a lot of free time. But I, I'm really trying to get in gear to push myself to play a lot more to get stuff done. Because I, I know at first the new console there probably won't be a ton, so I probably will be playing both, but. At the same time, I know probably in the first year or two, as the system gets you know longer, that there will be a lot more, and I will feel like I'm not going you know go back to it. So I'm kind of pushing myself now to get done what I want this generation, so that I can feel more better going to the next generation and not feel obligated. But I know that in the first few months of the new system, I'll probably will be going back to the 360 here just because there won't be a ton of games probably. So. It's uh, it, it's definitely been in the back of my mind here. I can say that. Well, and that kind of leads us into our next story about Sony. I think it was on our last week's show that I made a comment that Sony had come out and said that they were going to let Microsoft go first yes. and announce their next console. And I was joking about it because they're like, you know, they, they made this statement of, well, we can, uh, it makes sense to let your competitor go first. We can see what they've got and what they're doing and we can make adjustments. And I'm like, well, you're not going to be making adjustments at all unless you don't plan to put it out this year. So that's kind of a stupid comment. And then what happens this week? They, they've completely changed their story, haven't they? In a roundabout way. Yeah, uh, Sony is pretty bad, man. They, uh, I think I even made the comment between listening and I made the comment on the Facebook group. You know, Sony does nothing but pretty much lie. Now they say one thing and they turn around and do a, do another thing. Yeah, they were just saying that oh we're gonna wait Microsoft's gonna go first and then Castle Rock comes out. Oh we're gonna you know they they t- bring up this video you know a few days later teasing you know about the future of PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, do you are you expecting them to announce? Because they're saying this this teaser is essentially going to something's going to happen on february 20th are you expecting them to announce the next playstation on february 20th or do you think it's going to be something else altogether um 
my brother and I were talking. We're thinking that they're going to unveil the new system, but and maybe show teases of maybe a, a couple games or so. Or, but we're thinking this will kind of just be about the the system a little bit, showing it, and they're going to kind of blow everything out of water with games and more details at E3 is what we're thinking. But you never know with Sony. I, I really don't know what to say or think about them anymore because they're so they're too hard to predict because they just they, they're not even sure themselves. That's um, what I thought. It's like, no, we're not going to we're going to we're going to be first. No, we're going to let Microsoft be first. Uh, no, now we're going to announce it months before E3. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was figuring they were going to let since Microsoft goes the first day in E3, they were going to have a day where they could let Microsoft announce all their stuff. And the date, then they can come all the next day. I'll say, oh, you know, this is going to be better here, here, here. And oh, by the way, we're going to be this much cheaper than them. And we're going to come out like a, a day or a week before them. Try to steal their momentum. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this fall. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, I'm curious if they're announcing, if they announce it on February 20th. I wonder if they're going to put it out. A lot earlier than we're expected, and again, I've, I've made comment. Maybe Microsoft will come out in E3 and say, "Here's a new box. By the way, it'll be available tomorrow." They've done that. They did that before with the Slim. And yeah. if you know, why wouldn't they do something like that? And then if it gets it out ahead of time, and you're seeing a lot of these companies slip their stuff back, like even Grand Theft Auto, for it to come out on September. We're not expecting a new console until November time frame. Then it really doesn't warrant the, then the whole point of well, we're going to have it ready for release on the new hardware. That doesn't kind of fit into that category unless the consoles are coming out earlier. And right. I think the earlier they bring them out in a year would be better for them because by holiday season, you're going to have that many more. You, I mean, you put a new console out four weeks before Christmas. You, 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 people are fighting just to get the console, so you're not going to sell a lot of games. You put it out in the summertime when people aren't as financially restricted on what they can spend, you know, because you, you know, you don't have Christmas right there pending, you know, um, and it's easier for like someone like myself to get it in the summertime than to buy it at Christmas time when I've got kids that I got to pay for Christmas. You know what I mean? So also, if you got a nice lead time of six months, then you got you got a chance to get that console into a lot more people's hands by that first holiday season, and you can have more games ready. And I just think you know you'll have more sales for the developers and the publishers. They'll see an increased sales in that generation. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping they learn. You know, when Sega did that back in '96, '97 with the Sega Saturn. You know, E3, they dropped a bump saying, oh, it's available now. And that left several months, you know, developed, they only left two or three games they had done. And, you know, that left every, all the developers hanging. But I'm figuring we've all been hearing this stuff for like almost the last two years. These developers have been working on this stuff probably for about two years now and everything. And uh, I'm hoping that, yeah, that would be great if they do announce at E3 and say, oh, it's going to be available this week or whatever. And like I said, that will get people extra time where they can sell instead of four or five hundred thousand units. They can by the end of, if they drop it, you know, in June, they can probably have you know three, four million 
by the holidays to where, like you said, people can buy the games and have plenty of consoles out there for people to play. Instead of being the huge little tight of, you know, they got one, maybe two shipments out before Christmas, and then that's it till January, February. So, yeah, it, it would make more sense and better financially for all these companies to have the stuff out months before the holidays to work. They can have the allocation. They can have the, the software sales and all that. So hopefully someone will do it or both to where we're not stuck in the usual November rut of a new system. And, you know, you can't get in nowhere and go for a thousand plus dollars on eBay. Yeah, no kidding. Cause I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> So is there a is there a price point that you're expecting or hoping to see with these? Well, let me see. The three sixty, what did it come out? Was it five hundred for the three sixty? Uh, yeah, I think it was five hundred no. Was, yeah, I think think I think you're right. And then what was it? Six or seven hundred for the it, it, PlayStation? It was like, yeah, it was like six hundred or something. Um, which I'm uh I'm looking at my launch console of, of my PS3 right here that has all the stuff. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, um, I'm hoping they can keep it under $500. You know, I think that's pushing it. If they can get it to three to 400, that'd probably be better range for them. But I don't know. It's just too hard. And I wonder if Microsoft maybe will try to roll over the program they got now where you pay $99 and you sign a contract kind of like the cell phone for two or three years, you pay for live for this amount. You know, I could see them doing that to help cut costs to the consumer right away to get the systems out. It was priced at three ninety nine. That's okay, that's what I was thinking because I thought there was quite a big price between the other two because it was like four hundred dollars for an Xbox, yeah. six hundred dollars for a PlayStation. Yeah, right. Yeah, the launch console with a twenty gig drive had four. Was it four hundred dollars? Then they released in the Elite for four seventy nine. Uh, the following uh, two years later, to, well, yeah. about a year and a half later in April of 2007, and that was at 479. I no. still remember that my brother got the elite the day the system came out, and he went in to update to transfer his system, and the thing red ringed on him the day oh, he got. Man, he was stuck like a three. They had a location based here in Texas, and it took about two to three weeks. Since it didn't go far from where we are, I don't remember where, but he got it back in a reason less than a month, I remember, and yeah, it worked, but yeah, that new, brand new Elite, and we tried to go up to GameStop to exchange it, but they had, you know, all the GameStops were sold out down here, so he had to send it in and call Microsoft and send it in to him. And I'm, I wonder how sales will be affected this year, or this time, if that red ring, if people will remember that. You know, I mean, it didn't seem to affect it over the life of the console. People still seem to love it. And we've kind of seemed to, Microsoft seems to have shed that red ring issue. But I wonder if people are going to be as quick to jump on the next console and wondering, is it going to happen again? Maybe to us early adopters like us, you know, it, it's not, I'll still get it no matter what, just because of me being the kind of the ultra hardcore, I'll get it no matter what. But, to early adopters, some people may think about it, but for all the people who've barely got their consoles in the last three to five years, you know, they're not going to think or know anything of it, really. I think it won't matter to them. So, I don't know. Um, what about you, personally? Would, would it, does it bother you? Um, 
No, I think I'm hoping that they've learned a good enough lesson. But then again, it didn't seem to hurt them. So I, I, I have that concern of maybe they weren't impacted enough. Maybe they feel like they can do whatever they want, and you know, because people kept buying them anyways. So right. you know, but I really hope that they have a concern for their brand name and want to make sure this one doesn't have any problems. And um, you know, but the biggest thing for me is I have no problem staying with the brand. It's just going to really depend on what they do with the next console. What's the interface going to be like? Uh, are they going to, you know, are they going to push more ads at me? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be further away from a gaming box than what I want? You know, what what more what more can it do that I just have to have for the money? That's that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I love the, I love the, I don't, love, I really like my Xbox 360. Okay, love the controller. I love the games. They look amazing. They're fun. I like Xbox Live. I, I wish that I didn't have to pay sixty dollars a year. Okay, I know you don't have to pay the sixty. I just renewed for thirty-five, but I still wish I didn't have to pay. When I look at PlayStation Plus, you know, it's fifty dollars a year, and they get free games that are real games. You know, they get a they have a much better loyalty program. Sony does much better with saying thanks and taking care of their customers than Microsoft does. Um, I'm tired of the party chat problems where you get, you know, four people in a party and never all of a sudden people start dropping out. They can't keep connected. Um, I'm concerned that the next Xbox is going to have – we're going to lose our chat as – I guess they'll fix the party chat problem. Then they're not fixing it because they're going to go away from it because I believe they're gonna, it's going to be Skype. You know, Microsoft owns Skype, and yeah. they're now – They've replaced their instant messaging product, MSN, IM, or whatever it's called, Instant Messenger, is gone, and everybody has to use Skype now. Um, I really think that's what's going to be in the next console for us chatting and partying and being groups is Skype. So I'm not thinking that that's really what we need, you know? Um, And so I kind of – I feel that – the next one's also going to be very Windows 8 specific. I think it's going to be a Windows 8 device is really what it's going to be. Um, and I'm not – I have Windows 8 here on my home computer, and I'm not really that hip on it. I think it would be great for, like, that Microsoft Surface tablet. You know, it's fine. But for a desktop PC, no. It's horrible in my opinion. For a console – I don't know. It's just not as it's not as nice. It's not. I don't want like this brand new console I bought to feel like oh, it's Windows 8. I already have this. You know what I mean? I, I want it to be very different experience than what I have it sitting at my desk. Right. Especially if I'm going to kick out all that money for it. Yeah, I haven't got to mess around with Windows 8 myself, but uh, I'll enough speaking of the uh, Surface tablet, I'm actually going to be getting one here probably in the next week or so. Uh, I got a friend that uh, is selling one to me cheap because he's barely even used it, so uh, I'll be getting me myself one of those. Um, and uh, you know, the the like you and a few other friends I got that have done the Windows 8, it, no one has really said anything good about it from what I've heard from everyone. Um, I'm just going off what I hear. I don't know. I'll find out for myself. Uh, um, 
the other thing that I was wanting to get you brought up about the PlayStation Network. The the funny thing is, you know, like a week or two ago, they were down for maintenance. Supposed to be down on a Thursday. You know, they were down for like two and a half days, and it made me wonder if PlayStation Network was breached again, and they haven't bothered to say anything. I don't uh, know if you had, if you had saw that or kept track of it. Nope. I don't even get it. Someone told me the other day, hey, I got a PlayStation 3 and I sent you a friend's request. I'm like, well, I haven't turned it on, I think, in over a year. Um, I probably won't turn it on until The Last of Us comes out. So, you know, don't think I'm ignoring you. It's just I won't be on probably till The Last of Us. And they're like, okay. I said, but I'll accept your friend's request at that time <laughs> if I ever get back on it. Uh, speaking of The Last of Us, uh, my brother and I went to go pre-order the uh, Last of Us, the, uh, the uh, Pandemic Edition, the uh, big $160 one. They announced uh, GameStop uh, threw it in on, a, I think, a Tuesday. Anyway, we went up to, I think, two days later on Thursday to pre-order it. And uh, the store manager at the GameStop we go to Friday, he was he was he went to go pre-order because that's when he got paid. He goes, looks in the computer, it got yanked. They already saw it out on the pre-orders in two days on that $160 edition of, of The Last of Us. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's a sign that hopefully the game is getting a real good buzz and everyone's excited for it. It looks like it, it may be a good seller for them. It hasn't even come out yet. I look, I'm, I'm excited. I'll be, I'll be ordering that. I'll be pre-ordering that game. So I like that developer. I like Naughty Dog. Yeah. They, they make yeah. some – and I've only played their uh, – Uncharted series, but that's a fantastic series, and that's one of those. If they would, if they could ever get that license on Xbox and ported it over, I'd play it again. That, the only thing I didn't like about the game was having to use a PlayStation controller. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. I yeah, they had to change that controller 15 years, and I personally think they need to take a book from the Xbox 360 because the 360 controller is perfect to me because it fits my hands comfortably. <laughs> And the way it feels, but um, I, that's a trilogy I need to still play myself as the uh, Uncharted. See, that's another uh, concern I have too. Is that what? What's that next Xbox controller going to be like? Are they going to change it? Me personally, I hope they don't. To be honest, uh, I'm fine with paying the three the the, the controller three sixty controller scheme. I hope they just keep it the same, just lower the price on it because it's ridiculous. We're still paying. Fifty, sixty dollars for the bundle or not bundle for the controller that's you know, eight years old. It's like that thing should be down to like twenty bucks now or something. Yeah, the only thing I would want them to do is to fix the D-pad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that, that's about it. Otherwise, I think the, the thing's perfect. Um, so there's a lot that's going to play into whether I get the next one or not. Um, it will just it'll be kind of a wait and see type of situation, but I'm definitely looking forward to see what they're going to offer, what what the next one's going to be about, and um, you know, get excited from there. So, all right, well, let's see what's our next uh, story. I think we pretty much run with the PlayStation story, and we went way off track from our, our announcing the. You know, so uh, the, the possible release information on the next PlayStation. So we may have that information by the end, what, within two weeks? Is that two weeks from now? So yeah. we'll definitely report. Like I said, I, I posted this up on our on our, our Twitter feed, and I was like, you know, I know, you know, we're an Xbox thing, but, you know, we're all gamers here, and a lot of people I know have both consoles. So um, we'll be sure to talk about 
uh, and cover any information we get on the next PlayStation in a, in a coming episode. But another new game, and again, see, was, I told you, it's like, yeah, we should just title this episode EA. Um, we talked about Battlefield. We talked about EA uh, Fuse, uh, Medal of Honor. Was Sleeping Dogs an EA title too? No, that was uh, <laughs> that was Square Enix. It, it, oh, okay. it, it was an Activision title when it was True Crime, and then it changed sleep when Square Enix bought it, changed to Sleeping Dogs. Okay, uh, but we got another EA title. And that's Madden, and. Um, Madden is they're changing the name this year. Uh they've just announced something called Madden 25 and all the signs uh essentially are indicating that it could either be a Madden NFL 14 sister product or stand in referencing the 25th anniversary of the series which is launching on August 27th. Um, my guess is they're just going to go with Madden 25. Um because even the box image they have shows 2014 uh, up in the right-hand corner. So that might be the new title this year. We don't know yet if it's or if it's going to have some other additional product. But I can't see two Madden products coming out the same year. I just – that seems kind of strange. But, uh, yeah, that's just called marketing strategy. But isn't that going to mess it up whenever they do get to 2025? And are they going to call it Madden 25 also? Oh, they'll probably call it Mad 2025, <laughs> or it'll be Madden 35, because right, or yeah. something. They'll they'll have some other anniversary thing. They'll they'll change it to, or you know, they won't have the Madden name, or who knows. But that's pretty cool for that franchise. You think about it; it's been annualized for 25 years. You know, what other game can say they've done that? <laughs> None that I know of. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Mario hit 25 years. What, a couple years? Zelda hit 25. Yeah, Metro but they 25. haven't put a title out every year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, one, one <laughs> Nintendo doesn't have to annualize their their stuff to sell. Right, I, and I, that's what I'm saying. Is like, What I think is so cool about Madden is it is annualized, yet it is still a success. It's a monster, you know, and they, they put a new one out every year. I think that's pretty cool. They've, they've really, you know, people might complain, well, it's not much from each year, but they do make changes, and, you know, it's still football. I mean, what? how much can you deviate? <laughs> you know, there's not a lot you can do. With, you got to still keep, you know, it's not like you can throw in machine guns and stuff and unicorns and it's football <laughs> so to be able to put basically turn out the same thing every year and and they've now it's the 25th year that's that's pretty cool so i commend them for that yep all righty so what's this i hear about some racist stuff going on in borderlands uh yeah there's a uh, article on Kotaku here that supposedly uh, uh, an argument broke out on tw- on Twitter between Anthony Birch, the lead writer of Borderlands 2, and a few players who think that Tiny Tina is a racist character. The issue, as some folks saw it, was that Tiny Tina appropriated African-American lingo. Uh, see the above video. Sorry, that's... Uh, and with reference to the argument on Twitter, which ends with Birch saying... Uh, he'll consider changing her if it follows the note that this is a mix of developers, game girls, and random fans. 
sorry this didn't make much sense on this article. It's kind of broken up and stuff. Uh, but I, I assume she probably says some, what little I played through the main story. I know she kind of says a bunch of lingo, but I, I didn't think anything of it being racist or anything odd with it. Do you? What did you think, Mark? No, I don't. You know, she talks. Um, she she talks with the. Uh, what's the pro? I would say like. Mm, ghetto talk or urban I, I urban I guess is the urban. The, the urban is the term uh, yeah she definitely has an urban speak to her but I don't take it as race I mean she's my favorite character it cracks me up and I died laughing you guys know that I've played sound bites from her on on several shows um I think the stuff she she says is funny. The other day it was funny because my kids were singing and my wife were singing I'm a little teapot. And and I'm sitting there thinking I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle, here is my butt. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking tiny Tina, you know, and I'm like I almost said it out loud. And I was like that it just cracked me up even then, you know. I'm I'm sitting there smiling and I'm like you know, people just, it's a game. They made it. You don't like it, don't buy it. Don't buy the DLC. Don't support them if you don't like it. Don't sit there and demand that they go back and change it. I mean, oh my goodness. You want to talk about, that is like least racist, if anything. There, you want to find racism in games, you can find it elsewhere. You know, I'm sure you can easily find it elsewhere. But well, uh, let, let's grow up, people. You know, I mean, we're adults. <laughs> It, it's just, uh, you know, it's just people complaining, you know, just for the sake of complaining. So if they, if they want racism game, the first level on Hitman Blood Money, they need to play that first level and tell me that, that that's not racism or stereotyping. Uh, if you put, uh, just play it and 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 I, I want to see some feedback on the Facebook group on that. The first level of Hitman Blood Money, the tutorial level, and I want people to say if that's not stereotypical racism. Everything because uh, I was laughing today, but I know it was wrong. But man, they they were, they were real bad in that game. And and where where do you draw the line? Is it racism when a Hollywood movie pro- projects or portrays what life is like in L.A.? Is that racism, or is it just portraying the way street life is and the way people talk? You know, I mean, it's, you know, if I go, what's up, Holmes? Am I being racist to Spanish people because I said, what's up, Holmes, ASA? I mean, no. Do they talk like that? Do not all of them. Some do. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not racism. And it's like, this is, this is so stupid, in my opinion. Um, it's just it makes no sense. Um, I, I watched and I, and I think I was watching a movie the other day, um, End of Watch, and that was a great movie, really good movie. But I'm like, this kind of makes me think. Well, did Hollywood was it racism of them to portray the people in the neighborhoods in L.A. as being bad people? Well, not if that's the way the neighborhood is. You know, I mean, you can tell the facts. This doesn't mean it's racism. Facts don't make, you know, it's so whatever. It's just stupid. And I hope Gearbox does not cave and make a change. 
You know, I really don't. I would actually lose respect for Gearbox if they did. Yeah, I, I agree. They don't need to change it. That'd be like, you know, them betraying us, uh, all the people live in Texas here, come up say, you know, say howdy, y'all. Yeah, uh, howdy, y'all. Yeah, with my accent, that'd be like them making fun of me or something, just because I live in Texas and I probably have an accent, but then that mean I tell everyone howdy and stuff. And <laughs> You know, yeah. it's 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 dumb. It's it's a uh, frivolous, and you know, hopefully it will. Hopefully they'll move on from it, and, and this will go away. All right, last story. Um, there is rumors about Prey Two. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so countdown site has been revealed and it hinting at a prey to reveal on March 1st. So oh, you you're a big fan of this franchise, I take it? Yes, sir. I um uh, uh, actually I didn't see this article or link until you had it in the notes here, man. I'm actually excited. I'm excited for this now cuz uh I love the first prey. It was uh, one of the first games that I won K uh on the achievements and everything, and that I really like the story, but I've been disappointed with what they have shown the last couple of years on the trajectory that they were going away from the main character Tommy. It was in the first game. This was going to be a a different story, another character, and Tommy would just be a, a side character appearances here or there. But I'm hoping they've gone back and maybe they got some feedback and gone back and changed it, and hopefully they go back to the main character Tommy in this game. So that, yeah, the, so that ahead. was like portals or something right you could jump through yeah. portals or something in the game it basically it it, it was portal before portal <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was cool you could have the thing where you could walk on the walls on all the walls the ceiling and you know the level will turn upside down you could mess with the gravity it, it, it uh a couple of my buddies couldn't couldn't get far in the game because they were getting uh Sick from all, all the flipping of the levels and walking and all that. that I, they couldn't. They couldn't play it because of the again motion sickness. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited uh, for this game, and I hope that it is true. They unveil and finally get some more details of it coming out this year. I hope. Well, I can guarantee we'll we'll be sure to fill you in when we when we find out what they're going to reveal on March first. So we should have some more information after that date. So stay tuned. Awesome. You got any any other things you wish to talk about, Jason? Uh, this yeah, other topics. About, I thought about something earlier, and now I'm, I'm having a major. Uh, brain meltdown on forgetting what I was thinking about or I was wanting to talk. I knew I should have uh, wrote it down or put it on my phone where I would remember it later. Now I can't remember, of course, but uh, I'm sure I'll remember after we're all done like usual. <laughs> well, if you remember, we got a couple more minutes, so uh, we're going to jump into our community stuff here. Uh, we are on Facebook. Look for us, This Xbox Life. Uh, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. You can also email us from our website. Um, there's a contact page there if you don't want us to know your email address. You can use that form and still submit an email to us. Uh, we are on Twitter as well, and if you want to send us a voicemail, you can use the app right on our website. You can use your computer's microphone to send us a voicemail. Um, so give it a shot, and we'll add you in. Um, this week, we did get an email through our website. Uh, this is from the Gamertag Brewmeister. He says, hey, guys, like the podcast and the Facebook group. 
Kyle, search for Hitman Playstyles on YouTube. Great video. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm, I think he's calling out to uh, Wilkes. I don't think he's yeah. talking to Marana Cow. Um, <laughs> so he's talking to our Kyle. <laughs> Wilkes. Yeah. But um, he says, I'm a big Hitman fan since the first game, and I'm really looking forward to the HD collection. Regarding the next Xbox 720 hard drives, I just started using Microsoft SkyDrive. You get six or eight gigs free. It's for just about any Windows operating system. I use it on my Surface RT and Windows XP on an old laptop. I noticed last week Xbox Live has a SkyDrive app that lets you view pictures on your Xbox. Do you think Microsoft will use SkyDrive and the next-gen consoles for game saves? Keep up the good work and have a great week. Uh, personally, yeah, I think I think you will. We, this is a, you know they already have uh, cloud saves. It's the same thing. SkyDrive is cloud saves. Um, and with like Skype and, you know, if the new console is truly Windows 8, it's just all going to be integrated. You're going to be able to do all kinds of stuff on the console that you can do on your PC, viewing content and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think SkyDrive will replace the cloud save um, and... Uh, you know, your Skype's going to replace the party and chat system. So you're going to, you're going to see a lot of that type of stuff. So what do you think, Jason? Yeah, I, it's definitely the future, whether you like or not, with the, uh, with the SkyDrive cloud, all that stuff. Uh, I personally still like the physical media myself and will be real hard to give it up once it does go away. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, sign of the time and everything. It'll be nice. Like you can go anywhere, access your stuff anywhere, anytime. So it, that'll be pretty cool. And then I ain't got much else to say about it. Just, uh, got to get, you know, give it a shot when it, when it does gets forced on me. Yeah. I think the only thing I think what we're going to stink and see eventually is, uh, they, our media going, going away where everything will be digital. You so. know, I, I only have one issue with that. Like what I have two weeks ago where we had no cable or internet for a week and a half because the, some half of the neighborhood was down, and so it's going to be like if everything's all digital, where you're bored, you can't do nothing. And so, lucky, thank God, you know, we had Blu-ray and movies, and and I didn't play my Xbox because I like being on, online to for the achievements to be online, everything. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you didn't have physical media, you'd be bored out of your mind. You got nothing to do. <laughs> yep. And better hope your internet stays uh stays up and running. Yeah, so you know, it, it, it felt like the uh, like it was in the '80s and early '90s before we had all the internet and all this stuff. Uh, you know, had to rely on my cell phone, but I couldn't use it too much because of the data plan. I don't have a humongous data plan because I don't use a lot of it because normally I'm on Wi-Fi. But uh, yeah, it uh, it, it just uh, it'd be a, it'd be going back to the way things were before all this technology came upon us. Yeah, so technology is good and bad at the same time, right? Sure. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, thanks for writing, Brewmeister. Um, that's our. That's uh, all we have this week for email. Uh, coming out, we finally got the. We're starting the retail releases, and this coming week we get Dead Space Three. Um, have you played the demo? Right? Did you play? It's, yeah, yeah. I played it. Um, I know both of us still need to connect up and do a co-op. Yeah, because I I actually just deleted the demo today. In fact, I'm like, well, the game comes out in two days, so <laughs> yeah. might as well. Obviously, I'm not going to get around to trying the co-op and the demo. Uh, but um, I did play through the camp, the little campaign or single player piece, and it's definitely going to be fun. It's um, I I do think the 
the campaign or the co-op is there the way they've done it and designed it it's not going to be any easier they're not going to make you know the game's not going to be easier to to play now uh, it's probably going to be a lot more complicated than it already is hard but i'm looking forward to it i really like the first dead space games so i'm looking forward to playing this and uh don't forget it comes out this tuesday yeah i won't be getting it till thursday probably when i get back in from town now you already got your you got something of this already in which surprised yeah. me uh, yeah what was it you got in hey i'm glad you actually made that i totally forgot about it um it's the uh, Dead Space 3 uh, Death Team edition that was available online only. They uh, for a hundred dollars you could buy the special collector's edition that the that, that uh, was it uh, Visceral Games themselves was doing. That this, all this stuff was handpicked by the, the development team on what they want. This thing come in a in a decent sized little tin box and it came with these uh. A uh, little binder with, with metal plates, uh, kind of like the uh, little art cell thing, but they're all like kind of like a metal plate. Um, came with, with with some ping postcards, a with a little water bottle uh, that's in the shape of a health pack from the game. Um, it has a little uh, miniature statue, like four or five inch statue in it, and a couple other things. Uh, uh, that statue could, uh, looks cool. Yeah, it, it does. Because it's everything. a statue of the marker itself, right? Yes, it is. It, it is very detailed. That alone, I think, was worth it. I mean, it's not very big, but, man, the detail, then the job they did is amazing, man. It looks really good. Everything. A couple of my buddies come over yesterday and everything, and they were looking at it. They're like, wow, man, that's so such a good job. Everything. Uh, but, yeah, I threw people off because I posted a picture on Facebook, and people were like, how did you get the game early? And I'm like, I forgot to say that. You know, you could buy this, or you could spend. You could pay one hundred sixty dollars more to get the game, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't arrive till Tuesday. But since we already had the game pre-ordered uh, at GameStop, we just got that. Since we we just needed that separate. That's cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm by. I'm just renting it. <laughs> so. But uh, I may it might be one I end up keeping. I, I'd like to get all three of them and have them in my collection. But yeah, so. I've got, got the first one one K on achievements, and the second one I'm not playing the game on that impossible difficulty with only three saves. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, hats off to anybody that goes through and gets <laughs> gets that game one K. That's uh, that's a it's challenge, man. There's only one person I know that we both know that's done it, and that's our friend Comrade. Oh, wow. Yeah, she did that, She but she's YouTube. She said tremendously. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just remember that her saying she's the only one I know that's 1K Dead Space 2. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be my co-op partner for Dead Space 3, so hope I can hang. I got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> right. She might, she might get mad at me and yell at me if I don't if I don't keep up and do things right. I don't want to and keep her from her achievements. <laughs> yeah. And just do me one favor. Uh, everything don't kill her. <laughs> nope. All righty. Well, I think that ends our show this week. Unless you got anything else. No, sir. I'm good. I can't think of anything. I appreciate you having me on again. Well, I appreciate you stepping away from your Super Bowl party to come and record with me. Uh, I know that was it was probably more fun to <laughs> be with your be with your friends and, and watching the Super Bowl. But, so I appreciate this. 
Oh, that's no problem. I, I'm just glad I can join. Also, because I'm on vacation is the only other reason why I'm able to join you. Also. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, and thanks, everybody, for listening. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please rate us uh, in iTunes. We appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome to leave comments about the show there. Uh, and you can leave comments on our website. Send us emails. Tell us what we can do to improve or what you like or what you don't like. Um, send us voicemails. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, with that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Jason, a.k.a. Democus. Take care, guys. Good night and good game.